0: You're listening to a podcast of Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Relatively Speaking, the show all about you and your family. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, professor of pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. So today, December 3rd, is Giving Tuesday. Now, a global movement started in 2012. Now, charity can happen in many ways, time and talent and treasures. Whether giving a helping hand, a smile, food, or a monetary gift, all can make a difference. What do you do? Are you teaching your child to be charitable? Does charity come from your heart or for another reason? Let's talk about what's going on in your life. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 1-877-MPB-RING. That's one 672 7464 You can send an email to family at org. This is Relatively Speaking. Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, professor of internal medicine and pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app.
2: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
1: Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and today we're going to talk about the Giving Tuesday you've already been hearing about if you've listened to our MPB radio station. So December 3rd is Global, Our World, Giving Tuesday. It's not just about us and MPB, though a good cause Charity can happen in so many different ways, and I want to talk about that today. You can give your time, your talent, or your monetary gift, your treasures. So you can give a helping hand, you can give a smile, you can serve food at a food kitchen. All of that can make a difference. So my question to you today is, what do you do? Uh, Do you have a favorite charity? Are you teaching your children and your loved ones around you to be charitable? Does charity come from your heart? Or is there another reason that you're doing it? We can do a little bit of soul searching today about that. Um, I want to hear what's going on in your life so you can share your comments and your experiences this morning by calling one eight seven seven mpb ring that's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can send an email to family at org. All right. Well let's I'm so happy you're with us today. And and I, I really want to talk to you a little bit about why this topic is so important in general. Um, as many of you know out there, um, there are many entities that would not exist if it weren't for charitable donations. MPB obviously is is one of them. Giving Tuesday um, was the brainchild of a nonprofit cultural community center, the 92nd Street Y in New York. And then the United Nations Foundation came together with them and it's only been since twenty twelve it's not not that long ago um and it's always been uh about a month um before um Christmas, so before the end of the year. So here we are, and individuals many times are thinking about their charitable donations at the end of the year. So it seems to be a really great time for people to introspect about what have they done during the year, uh, what have they contributed to, whether they have some funds to contribute back to. But but I want to remind everyone that we're not talking about um, just giving monetary gifts, but helping that neighbor out, uh, showing up for something, um, a funeral or a function that perhaps would lend support, going and visiting someone sick, um, going to a nursing home, uh, giving what we have to give. To those who need our help, whether it's just that smile, every act of generosity really can count. And, you know, I I know some of you are out there going, well, gosh, I've been pretty financially strapped. Um, There's not a whole lot that I can give. But the truth is, is that's really wrong. Every single Person listening has something to give and something that you could contribute to the good. So I want to hear from you about um, what perhaps someone who you didn't think had a lot to give, maybe uh, you saw give back either to the community or uh, gave to you, or helped you out, or someone that you know is an individual who is kind and is doing things out there for others um, that maybe you want to honor. Um, So, which brings up a couple of things. Um, There's been a huge uptick in charitable scams. Um, Not good. So, you know, you've probably already heard of some of the online things that have gone on where people reach out for donations to certain entities and you find out then that it was a scam. That feels terrible, right? There's nothing that can feel worse than to be duped. So so when you're giving... Especially at the end of the year when your heart is just swelling with wanting to do something good, make sure that um, who you give, uh, what entity you give to is a good, solid organization in whom you believe. You want to make sure that that, that entity is reputable, they have a good reputation, that their money doesn't all go to administration, um, and that the organization says what it does. Um, those are those are really important things to remember. The other thing that I I think um, as Michelle and I were planning the show. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks for being with us today. Hello. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm turn that mic on. Yeah.
0: Songs <laughs> to play throughout our show about giving and being grateful. Yeah. And while you were talking, actually, I was looking at a song and I thought about it Um you mentioned teaching our children right uh, to be grateful. We give a lot to our kids, and I know I'm guilty. We talk about that off air a lot. Yeah. And sometimes I question, am I showing her how to be a giver? Am I showing her how to be grateful? or
1: just a receiver. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And uh, that's a hard thing. It's guys, hard. give us a I want to we want to hear from you guys. Tell me if you how do you teach your children how to give? How do you show them How to them be a giver throughout the year yeah. and not only through, through the holidays because we talked about this. We had Stewpot on every year, of course, on now you're talking with Marcia Ramsey, and we talk about how Stewpot and these other uh um uh Salvation Army people they get a flood of uh e um clothes and- sh- um, food and charitable um, mon- you know money monetary gifts during the holidays, but in the summer months and in january it just stops yeah they need that year round so yeah not just give, not just
1: january not just during the holidays mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and not just for tax break right, reasons right. i think you know um this obviously isn't money talks, and I'm certainly not someone who knows, as a, knows a ton about finances. But, you know, the charitable, the 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 bottom line uh, deduction without itemizing has gone up again. So there's been a lot of concern from charities um, that if you don't have to itemize and can do up to $24,000, which is a lot of money, as a expense write-off, then um, will donations go down? And, you know, that is a danger for many organizations that depend largely on charity. And, And it's very important to keep these amazing entities going, like MPB. And that's uh, why you talked I mean, about why right. do you do it? Do right.
0: you do it for the end of the year to say you did it for the holidays to make yourself feel good, or do you do it because the entity needs it, like Right, the person needs it? Right,
1: uh-huh. because it's a good one. So so why do we donate to charity? Let's go a little bit further with that. Do we do the good for the good and not for the glory? Um, that's where we should be, and that's where you can reap the most mental reward. It makes you feel really good. So I want to hear from you about how are, are you modeling. Now, when we talk about modeling, you know, we just said, do you do good for the good and not for the glory? So anonymous donors sound Awesome, right? I think it it really tells me that that individual is very selfless or that corporation or whoever's doing it is is selfless in that they're not looking for typically any return when we're talking about donations to charitable organizations. But how are you then a model? So to me it's kind of a catch 22. If you don't want your name ever out there, how will other other people maybe use you as a model to go after donating? I'd like to hear from you about that. Do you do you think you should put your name and a donation or is it better to be anonymous give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring that's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. 672 7464 the other thing um that michelle and i w- both want to hear from you about is um how are how are you teaching others to give um By modeling, how are you teaching your child, your children to not just be receivers? And I know during the holidays sometimes, um, it's all about gimme. And, um, so I want us to think about that as we're moving along. Michelle, I'm going to go ahead to our first caller before we go to our break. Uh, we have Susan in Memphis. Good morning, Susan. Thanks for calling. Well, thank you. I just wanted to pass
3: along something that I used with uh, with my uh, daughter when she was very little. Um, we bought, I bought a little. Uh, it's like a little bank, but it it's it shaped like a church, and I call it the Jesus House. And what we do is we put uh, anytime we find money, we put it in the Jesus House. I told her that since we didn't earn the money, it really belongs to help everybody. We don't spend it on ourselves. And, uh, you know, you find change pennies in the parking lot or change. Right. I found a $5 bill in a bush one time. <laughs> and it all goes in the Jesus house. And then at the end of the year, we, uh, sometimes we put it, well, she liked to put it in the Salvation Army kettle.
1: Wonderful. And
3: that way I, I modeled to her that, that you give without taking credit for it.
1: Wow. That's a wonderful idea, Susan. Is she, how old is your daughter now?
3: Oh, she's 33 now, but I still collect money every year, and <laughs> every year I, I empty the Jesus house and take it to the Salvation Army
1: Red Kettle. Super. And is your daughter a giver also? It, I bet she is. Is she one of those who um, is working toward continuing what you started?
3: I don't know. She lives out of state, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> She's young, and we don't keep in touch very much, so I don't really know what she does now. I know she gives... Uh I know she gives generously to her friends.
1: Yeah. So, and that's part of giving. Sometimes friends need the help. But, you know, um, Susan, I would I would encourage you to jot her a note and say, do you remember about uh, the Jesus house and the Salvation Army? I think that would be a wonderful reminder for her. And I think for parents who are listening, what a great idea. You can call it whatever you wish, but uh, to to do that, to get in the habit, of of knowing that there are others in need who might need your help. I think is a great idea. Thanks, Susan, for calling and I hope your holidays are great.
3: Good
1: to talk with you. Hey, we're gonna stay in Memphis. Let's go on to Abby who is in also in Memphis. Hi Abby. Thanks for listening. Good
4: morning. Oh, I'm glad to to get to hear you today.
1: Thanks. Well tell us what your thoughts are today about the charitable giving.
4: Well, I had two. One, um, interestingly enough, I am an executive director of a local nonprofit here in Memphis. And um, one thing uh, that I heard you mention was being careful about giving scams. And you're absolutely right. Uh, One thing that I get asked often from people in the know is, do you have a GuideStar number or are you listed on GuideStar, which is like a national clearinghouse for nonprofits? And um, so it's like the kind of like the Better Business Bureau for nonprofits and charities. And if people are listed on GuideStar, then like we have to turn in all of our financials, who is on our board, how we spend our money, and um, and it's got to match up with the IRS. So um, that that's one way to avoid scams. If someone's calling you and and or or asking for your money, it's really helpful to say, well, are you on GuideStar? And a lot of times, if they don't know what that is. And, then they're probably not. Or you can just look them up and say, "I'm really interested in this. It sounds a little bit too good to be true." But you can look them up on GuideStar, and uh, and that's a pretty easy way. Uh, to Abby, so spell
1: really spell GuideStar for us.
4: It's G U I D E S T A R GuideStar dot org. And and all of the charities and nonprofits are. You're not required to register. It's voluntary, but it is. A transparency
1: tool that's, so that's really wonderful advice and the other piece of advice I would give to everyone is that if you receive a cold call about a donation um, I wouldn't do it what I would do is turn around and if it's an entity like MPB that you're familiar with then you go to their website and Absolutely. donate right wouldn't you agree Absolutely. Abby
4: I agree, and and I wanted to just mention one other thing about giving in, during this season, and even just raising young people to be givers, because that's what our organization does. People ask us all the time at, at our farm. They say, "What do you raise?" And we say, "A generation," and because it's we work in youth empowerment. And what's really interesting is that our our teenagers who come and work with us they learn how to, we ask them, can you see? And they say, yes, I can see. And their job is to figure out what can they see that needs to be done because uh, we live the world as an ecosystem. So our children, I have three teenage children now, and our children, ever since they were young, instead of just giving that money to the, in the kettle or sending that check at the end of the year, we took our children with whatever they had collected, if it was socks for the homeless or if it was food, we took it to the organization, whether it was a battered women's shelter or if we took it to um, a, a homeless facility or Mariah House, we would take the we would take our children, even as young as three and four years old, uh, so that they experience that feeling of I am connected mm-hmm. both with the gift and the and the recipients and just that they learn how to see their community, and that's something that we can do from very young. And this year when we asked them, what do you want for Christmas? They said, let's just make memories, and let's help other people make memories. And they are my youngest is 15, and my oldest is 19. And that, that's just a really incredible thing to watch teenagers. Evolve
1: wow. Into. Wow. Well, Abby, it sounds like you've done an awesome job of creating individuals who are those givers who want to give back instead of just receive. And that's fabulous information. So I, I think that's also a great idea to, I, you know, we get so caught up sometimes in our own world that we don't, we we have blinders on and we don't see the others around us who perhaps are in need and, and might need our help. So, um, Great advice, um, Abby. Several good points and Guide Star. So that's G U I D E S T A R. Take a look at that online if there's a, a charitable um entity that has contacted you and you want to see if they're really doing good because you know it, it, you can even have your heart in the right place but if you're not a good steward of donations then then you're not you're not going to be doing good so all right, Abby, thanks so much. I know we need to go on to our first break. Uh we had a great start. I want to hear from more of you about what you've done, what kind of charitable donations, how that model is happening in in your own life. Um and talk to us about why you give and and what it does for you. Uh give us a call at 1877 MPB ring. That's 877 877- 672 or you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org This is Relatively Speaking and we'll be right back. On Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit, you get information about foods you should eat to stay in good health and tips on how to stay active. I'm Dr. Josie Bidwell, host of Southern Remedy Healthy and Fit and associate professor of preventive medicine at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Joining me on the show each week are healthcare professionals who add their expertise to the discussion. Listen to the show every Monday at 11 or subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy
2: with your preferred podcasting app. This is an MPB Think Radio Podcast.
1: Welcome back and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and this is Relatively Speaking, we're talking about giving the power of giving. How do you model giving without um, worrying about too much about the, the glamour that may come to you because you gave or the, the highlight? Uh, what do you think about anonymous giving versus uh, giving and uh, allowing your name to be used to... Make sure that you're sort of nudging other people to give. And here's another question. What, what was one of the best non-monetary things that someone did for you? One of those acts of kindness. Did you have one of those? And did it just make your day more than a gift that cost $100? Was there something that someone did for you that you found was the best thing they could have done, better better than an actual gift? It was a gift, but it was not uh, a material thing. Or was there something that you did for someone one time that you felt like uh, meant so much that it gave you a feeling of elation? Because gift-giving um, can improve your mood there's a lot of positive reward in that when you see the happiness in others so you know as we're moving along you may be wondering oh, um, everybody's always asking for money I don't need- I to talk to you a little bit about why that happens. Um, and Michelle, you're smiling at me and kind of nodding because I know that as we move through, um, people are probably saying, golly, uh, there are these entities that just keep asking for money. And, and I know MPB is one of those, but it's because that's how we operate.
0: and And we do. And you know, we have a uh, holiday drive coming up on the 13th, and we, we are aware that we do drives throughout the year, and we don't want you guys to feel like we're always asking for money. But to know that MPB gives great information, local programming that you can't get anywhere else, uh, if you get something from MPB, then you know you want to keep it on the air. And it's just not enough from our funding. You know, our federal funds, our state funds, oh, no. it's just not That's enough. a small part, yeah. And, and Java and I were just talking about Stew Pot and Salvation Army. Uh, I'm like, do they only get funds from donations and fundraisers, or do they get a little bit of grant money? But, again, it's not enough for the day-to-day operations.
1: Yeah, I can assure you that there's no really large charitable entity like that that can operate so can operate money. solely i mean you hear it and you see it there are volunteers out there all the time you know asking for donations you,
0: you, you mentioned something earlier you said what kind of gift have you given or received that wasn't monetary and i want to make a point You talk about giving, and it's not just about money. Imagine the time that you can give to uh, MPB or or Salvation Army or Stew Pot. Imagine volunteering your time to the after-school program, reading a book to third graders that need to pass the reading test, helping the third grader learn how to read so they can pass the test and go to fourth grade. That's more than money. Uh, Helping with the teen program, uh, giving Clothes that you ordinarily would throw away or give to Goodwill, taking those clothes to Salvation Army and letting someone who really needs it put on that nice sweater that you bought that you just can't fit anymore or you don't want it anymore. Yeah. Paying forward—that's what we call it. Pay- giving-, giving. Paying back.
1: forward, yeah, kind of like the people. This happened to me one time, and it happened to my daughter one time, um, in a coffee line, which both of us are often in coffee lines. And you know, I got to the counter to pay for my coffee, and they said the person in front of me had already paid for it. And, you know, I couldn't even remember who was in front of me. And it wasn't somebody, obviously, who was flirting or anything like that. It was somebody who was just doing a good thing, felt like doing something nice for somebody else. And um, I'd love to hear from our listeners. Has that ever happened to you? And how did that make you feel? Um, I bet it made you feel like I felt. Um, How did it make you feel? Oh, I just was... Um, I smiled. I was elated, and you know what I did? You paid it for. I paid, paid it forward. I paid for the person behind me. And that's
0: um, yeah. in counseling. Of course, we talk about gratitude and what gratitude. And I know, of course, MD, looking at you, you guys learned this early on. What gratitude does for you? Yeah. And what it really can do for another person, innate inside, that you're smiling for no reason. Right. You feel good. You just feel a uh, um, organic. Yeah, goodness. And because you didn't do it to uh, to be on Instagram, you didn't do it for any other reason just to make someone happy, to make them smile. Yeah. And you never know if that person was feeling like committing suicide. And I know I'm going deep here, but that person could have felt like committing suicide that day. That person could have had an argument with their husband or wife that morning. You never and felt know. like
1: there was nothing exactly. there positive and all of the sudden something there positive. You never right. know. You never know what you're doing. And so keep that in mind as you're as you're out there thinking about what you can do and what you can give. And, and I, again, I really would love to hear um, stories from those of you listeners out there who've experienced something positive that made a, a real difference in your life. So, and
0: before we go further, yeah. I want to let everyone know, if you do want to give on this Hashtag Giving Tuesday, go ahead and do so. Yep. You can do it at mpbonline.org. You have all day. So it doesn't matter if it's 10 o'clock tonight. If you're waiting to give to MPB on this Giving Tuesday, you can do that at mpbonline.org. And I know we're talking about um, not posting and everything, but you can let your friends and family know how important MPB is to you and to the community and encourage them to give as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that kind of brings up one of those points about... Um, making a big deal, you know, posting and putting on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, um, about the good deed you did. How, how do you feel about that? Um, listeners, do you feel like that perhaps encourages others to follow you or do you feel like it's more braggadocious? I, I, I wonder because as we were talking about this, it's like, Is that something that sort of deletes the goodness? I don't think so. And I I think, I hope most people who do that are not doing it to brag. That wouldn't be one of the things that I do. But I suspect that, that a lot of people do that perhaps to say it made me feel good and so I just did it. So I really would like to hear from you about your thoughts on that and um and you can call us at 1877 MPB ring that's 8776727464 Um yeah before we go to our next break I do want to talk about um a study that some Dutch scholars did uh, a few years ago um Renee Beakers and Pamela Wick King, uh, they published this paper, and they found that more than for more than 85% of charitable donations, people gave because somebody asked them to give. I mean, you didn't just have it pop in your head and, and you, you gave. Someone asked them. But most people give to causes that affirm their important values, like if they um, feel compassionate about people in need, compassionate about the homeless, compassionate about domestic violence. Those are all um, entities out there that, um, you know, the uh, – kitchens for individuals who are homeless or perhaps even have a home but can't afford the food. Um, Those are all entities where um, people are desperately in need many times and couldn't operate. So that's sometimes what you do. The other thing that I want to mention is that – In these studies that have been done looking at why people give and how people give, uh, one thing that was found is that people who have more money and who are more wealthy, if they are spoken to as an individual to give, then they are more likely to give. Whereas, if you have individuals who make less than, say, $40,000 a year, and I can go more into that study later, then those individuals, if they believe that collectively they can make a difference, then they are more likely to give. So, what that means is, what I'm trying to say is, just because you don't view yourself as wealthy, it certainly doesn't mean that your giving can make a difference a small amount of giving um is when you have many people join in, and you've seen all those GoFundMe things that happen so many times. People aren't giving, you know, $100,000. They may be giving $10, but when you have a 100,000 people giving $10, then look what you've raised. So don't ever think that the tiny amount that you give is not making a difference because it can. Um, I think I'm going to go on to our next call if that's okay. Before our next break, we have Beth in Alabama. Hi, Beth. Thanks for calling. Hi. How are you? Great.
5: Tell I, us. I just wanted. I wanted to reiterate what uh, the earlier caller said about getting the children physically involved in whatever charity you're doing they um are little creatures that need to uh see and hear and and know exactly what's going on Uh, my son-in-law has done this since my grandchildren were babies and they're now six and nine he uh, has a big plastic jar that they put their change in every year and then they take it uh in november and get it counted up and then they go and they purchase turkeys for the waterfront rescue mission in our town in Mobile. And the girls actually participate in the shopping and they understand that the people who are going to eat there for Thanksgiving have nowhere else to go and they get very involved with it. Um, Also, I am a uh, pretty serious heart patient and only am I alive thanks to all the wonderful donations to the American Heart Association. So every year for my birthday, and for Christmas I have the children just make a donation to the Heart Association, and uh, they participate in the Heart Walk with me in October if they are uh, available time-wise. And they understand very well what I've been through and how this is important that we support this organization. So I think that they have to really be um, invested in it And it can be any charity, but they need to know what it is, and they need to know why the people are there and what they can do for them. And uh, I think that's uh, the, the great way to teach them how to do it, and they will continue to do it, I think, hopefully throughout their lives.
1: That's wonderful, Beth. And, and I, I bet you've obviously set a pattern of being someone who wanted to give rather than receive and give back. And, um, thank God your, um, heart transplant has been a good one. And I'm so happy you're with us. I know how arduous that, um, that travel can be. Um, it's, it's quite, difficult. And for you to continue to try to give back, um, just tell something about your character and your character building of your kids. And so I think
5: if more of us... The great thing, too, is is it relieves the uh, parents of the children from having to go out And try to buy a gift for the old
1: lady who doesn't need anything. You are so absolutely right. And that's something that probably more of us need to think about. Instead of saying, oh, I don't need anything, what you could say, and I've been guilty of that. Instead of saying, oh, I don't need anything, don't worry about it. Say what I really want you to do. Is donate to this favorite charity of mine. That way, right. you're relieving them. They can write that check and be done with it, and everybody can feel good about that. They can, you can, and the organization that receives the goodwill can. I love it, Beth. Um, thank well, you.
5: It's, it's it's been it's been really helpful to our. Um Children And like I say, they've, they've been very invested in it And one of the grandchildren who lives in Birmingham Even did a little fundraiser at school Where they were selling their artwork And I think she made something like $42 And she sent it to the Heart Association And they sent her a thank you note
1: So, oh, wow. you
5: know, she understood completely where it went And uh, what it was for So, anyway, I just these are just two ideas There's so many more
1: Oh, great idea Thank you so much for calling, Beth. And I'm so happy okay. you're doing well with your heart transplant.
5: And I, I love your show. Even though I'm over past past mobile, um, we can hear you very well. So thank you so much.
1: I'm so glad. Keep listening. And okay. call again. All right. I know that we need to go to our next break. So during the break, I want you to call and let us hear from you about your ideas. We've had some great ideas, um, some, some good ways to encourage giving by others, and also some ways to perhaps feel good about what you're doing. Um, and then maybe any other comments or questions, please call in. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring that's I 877-672-7464. You. you can send an email to family at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
3: I just go.
1: Walker, the lady auto mechanic, host of AutoCorrect. If you're enjoying this podcast, try my podcast, AutoCorrect. We help steer you in the right direction with
2: your car problems. Find me on any podcast platform or at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
0: Michelle McAdoo, and today is hashtag GivingTuesday. Celebrate this year by showing your support for MPB, Mississippi's only nonprofit statewide broadcast network. We are only a few weeks away from the holiday. But why wait to give your gift when you can visit MPBonline.org and click support today. And remember to share your support of MPB with the hashtag GivingTuesday.
2: Listen again to stories and shows at mpbonline.org. This is Relatively Speaking on MPB Think Radio. To take part in today's show with your questions or comments, call 877-MPB-RING. That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show, family at mpbonline.org.
1: Welcome back, and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Susan Buttress, and here with, relatively speaking, Michelle McAdoo, our producer. We're talking about Giving Tuesday. Um, And why do we give? Well, many of us give for many different reasons. We're not all the same. Um, But to give something back is the way that we can keep awesome things going, we can help individuals who are in need, we can create the smile in someone's face who perhaps thought they were hopeless, as we were talking about before, you never know what's happened in someone else's life, and just that small act of kindness can make a big difference, feel so like this song is saying, come on, let's make somebody smile on this day. Figure out a way to do it. How can you make people happy? So I want you to give give us a call. Join in. Tell us what you've done um to try to encourage charitable giving. Um maybe how you've received something that was charitable and maybe even changed your life. Uh give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four well let's talk a little bit more about um, why people give so another group of researchers um, looked at why why people give and um, did a survey and looked at statements that people made on on why um, people give and they they did a survey from about 800 um, Americans across the country. And and what they found was that there were about five big reasons that people give. Um, the first one seemed to be trust, that people are likely to give to nonprofits that they trust. They think that that nonprofit will use the money to make a difference um for others so so that's good you know we 're giving um not for any kind of secondary gain we 're giving to try to make sure that our money goes to something good right so um the other one is altruism um making sure that um, that what 's important to them to help others in need. Um, and so they want to make sure that whatever organization they're contributing to in one way or another may help, help some in need, like Habitat for Humanity, like, um, stew pot like our daily bread like madcap i mean we have so many things going on in our area but i'll just mention one as we're talking about mpb uh the radio reading service you know we have many many people who listen on radio and we've had some callers who've called into this show who tell us that they um are visually impaired and that, but they listen to the radio and they glean a lot from the radio. We also have the radio reading service where people can have books, newspapers, magazines read to them, uh, so that they can, uh, stay current. Uh, I think that's such an awesome service. Um, so if you're one of those individuals who don't have a lot of money and can only contribute a few dollars, great, fun, if you can, contribute those dollars to somewhere that you care about, right, at mpbonline.org. Or you can volunteer to be a reader, or you can volunteer to do something. So remember, giving is time, treasure, talent. Um, it it doesn't have to be just one or the other. Okay, so the other um, reason that... Uh, many people contribute is is for social reasons. They give their donations um, to someone they know and care about. So it may be somebody who's out there who you know is suffering. Um, it may be to an individual who has a disease or it may be uh, to an entity like um, The kidney foundation or the heart association or the lung association or something like that. Now we already mentioned some of those other reasons, taxes certainly that might be a reason um, uh, to get some tax breaks for charitable giving. And and if somebody out there is listening who has a bunch of money and is worried about paying a bunch of taxes, uh, feel free to contribute. Uh,
0: Yesterday I was watching the news and there was a lady, uh, it was a bride, and she was at her wedding, and the young lady that she gave an organ to came to the wedding surprised her. Wow. And gave her a bracelet and the bracelet said I live because of you.
1: Now, what an awesome. Now that is an awesome gift mm-hmm. that I will tell you um if you've ever thought about giving an organ like a kidney um, that that is probably one of the ultimate gifts that people can give and then I know people who have lost loved ones and they have donated their organs keep in mind that even when you die you can make a big difference by giving something like that I mean talk about an awesome gift well, let's go back to the phones. We have Chris in DeSoto County. Hi, Chris. Thanks for calling.
2: Good morning. Thank you. Yes. Um, I've got two quick stories. The first one was where we received a gift. Um, when we, my husband and I had a baby, we had meals delivered to the house, and that was just mm. a foreign concept. I, I, I'm <laughs> sure I must I mean, I grew up in a church, but I just don't think I had ever seen that. And that was just such a fun thing, just very sweet.
1: Yeah. And that made a huge difference in oh goodness, your man. sense of well-being, right?
2: It really did. And then years later, we had the opportunity also with this same church. We had some uh, pretty close friends who had decided that they needed to move away from the area so that they could be closer to family. Um, he was offered a job. He had one waiting on him, but it was a totally different field. He was actually going into mechanics. Um He had done that as a child. He was experienced at it, but he no longer had a set of tools. Well, my husband is a mechanic, Uh so he was able to um, check out different deals, get him tools that would be helpful, maybe not necessarily all-name brand, but he knew not to get him junk. But then we got down to, oh, my goodness, he has tools, but he has no place to store them.
5: Mm -hmm. So
2: my husband and I talked, and we decided that we would get him a craftsman toolbox. Wow. two large, six-foot-tall, stackable Craftsman toolboxes. And to do this, my husband wrote down all the information, and I was the one who ended up driving to Sears. Because because Sears will deliver, of course, I don't know if that's the same now, but they would deliver anywhere in the country. And it was so, I just cannot tell you, it was an out-of-body, joyful experience for me to walk up to a cash register how much money I spent on brand new toolboxes right. and have them delivered to another state. The, the poor person behind the cash register just about could not contain herself. <laughs> she was she was just beside herself, stopping every employee that walked by it was
1: oh. um, it
2: was just the neatest thing. And they still have those tools. Um, you know they, they're still able he's still able to do that job.
1: Wow, Chris, you probably changed his life, too. And I think people don't realize that that act of kindness, that gift that you've given can make a difference in a person's life long term because he may have been feeling hopeless and helpless and, you know, can't can't do anything. And now um, able to follow through on doing something that can contribute to the rest of his life. And that's what you guys did.
2: It was very fun.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Chris, um, that's the way we all need to be working toward thinking about where can you make a big difference? How can you help an individual? So I bet that person thinks about you guys on a regular basis. So we
2: try to stay in touch.
1: Thanks for calling. And Thank even, you. I just want to remind everybody even small meals, like uh, Chris mentioned, after, when someone is ill, when someone's had a baby, um, make sure that you remember those times. I think in the South, we're so good about contributing. Um, meals are are food when someone has died Um, and that's a great thing that I think um, happens across the South but don't forget about other times when people might be in need when they have the flu anyway thanks for calling Chris thank you all right let's go to our last caller we have Dot in Leland hi Dot thanks for calling
4: thank you I was just going to make a quick comment about anonymous gift and that's the gift of giving blood
1: Oh, good one. Yeah. That is an awesome one and I think everybody needs to remember that. So the the anonymous gifts of organ donors um alive or whether you've got that heart that organ donor mark on your driver's license. Which I do. <laughs> which you do. Good. I hope everybody will think about going out and doing that. Um And then blood. What a gift. We have had um, a very dear family member of mine who has been um, suffering with uh, leukemia, and she um, has needed blood donations. And so family members have gone out and donated blood. So if you are able health wise, then don't forget about that as a gift that you are giving to someone, and it may truly save their life. So, Dot, thank you for reminding us about that one, too. So there there are all all kinds of ways you can give, and it makes you feel good. And it not only makes you feel good, that's, that's one of the goals, but it also makes others um, feel good. Okay, so think of a way, um, final comments, think of a way that you can contribute something of your time, your talent, or your treasure. And um, make sure that you donate to something that you really believe in. Now, if you're a listener here, I know you really believe in MPB, so feel free to make that donation to mpbonline.org. And we really appreciate you guys. Michelle, any last words? Bye bye.
0: Don't forget to, uh, you can give all day to mpbonline.org. <laughs> hashtag Giving Tuesday is the hashtag you need to use if you post it on your uh, social media sites. And because of this show, I realized that, uh, we're posting for others to do it too. You're not bragging. You just want other people to model your behavior. Yeah. So great post. Yeah, let's have a pile Tuesday. on. Yes.
1: All right. Well, thanks everybody, and thank you so much for for all that you uh, contributed today by listening and calling in. Uh, we certainly appreciate you. Now. Next week we're going to have a show about um, substance use and abuse, and I hope you'll join us. Um, thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Was it Java uh, for as our call screener? And I'm Dr. Susan Buttress. I hope you'll join us next Tuesday at 11 for Relatively Speaking, and that you'll stay tuned for NPR's Here and Now. Coming up next on MPB Think Radio.
5: Someone to trust
0: Humanity It's an emergency Look all around you Can you see what I see? We need more generosity We need more
3: generosity More love for you and her and me We need more generosity